Hello, welcome to Local Anaesthetic Podcast, the most trusted name in local news. And let me just start off straight away, Rob, by saying Happy New Year! Happy 2017! Happy New Year! And, and, and thought of weirdly, tonight is episode 100, well it actually would have been better if this had been slightly before the New Year, episode <laughs> 199. So tonight we're going to party like it's episode 199. Yes, that's right. Not like it's 1999. And also we're not physically having a party. There's uh, there's nothing here to Will, Will Smith to do isn't that. here either. No. That's a, that's a shame. I would have liked that. Yeah, it would have been good. Um, so yeah, this is episode 199. This is an episode where me and Rob talk all about local news, strange, bizarre, sin. I mean, I think we've got a corker of an episode today, Rob, haven't we, to kick off the new year? We've I think so. Good, yeah, we've got I some great so. stories. And are, are there any orders of business before we, uh, before uh, we begin? Just one on my part. Um, Face of Strange has been at it again. What, the, the, crim- the criminal activities? We, we don't know about that. Well, all I'm of it's talking- criminal, isn't it? Is it criminal? Uh, Fly posting. I mean, it's a grey area, let's put it that way. Yeah, he's like Banksy. I exactly. love, the, love the guy, so what's he been doing? So he's been in Hull. So, so, sorry, let's just tell anybody who's new to this. Face of Strange is a loyal listener who is like a street artist. Yep, street artist. I guess we could describe him as. He's incredibly talented, and he took it off his own off his own bat to make up some posters of our logo. He's been putting them all around the country on lampposts, walls everywhere. He's, literally all over the country. And he's done some this. Photoshop work for it. Yeah, all yeah. around the country. It's amazing. So he's been in Humberside this time. He's been in uh, in Hull, yeah, yeah. Kingston upon Hull. Where is that? Uh, northeast. Below Newcastle. Quite ah, early. yeah. Yeah, that kind of way. So yeah, that's where he was. And there's a nice picture of the lamppost outside Hull Station. <laughs> Can I see it? Uh Right outside Hull, he's got a thing outside because we, we had one outside King's Cross. He's yeah. got right outside the stations. Brilliant. I mean, literally all over the country, and I'm sure that we could get these, done for this. Well, we know he's been in contact so far, so until that happens, let's just let him continue. Uh, and I'm sure he's gaining his listeners. We, I mean, uh, I what if he turns into a serial killer and starts leaving LA podcast business cards by the by the bodies? Then what, Rob? Then what? All publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in that situation, we may have to review that, but... I mean, talking of that, Rob, I just wanted to say... I what, murder? To, well, no, kind of. Right. I just wanted to let listeners know that there are many stories that Rob and I don't share with you. And Rob and I have a policy, don't we, Rob? And the policy is, is quite simple. Obviously, anything that is, is, is kind of too much in bad taste, but very specifically, anything around death, yeah. we don't feature. Animal death, fine. Human death, no. But just to show you, just to give you an example, that there are stories we don't feature. I'm not going to read this out. But I had a story here, Rob, about a man who died after a vibrator became stuck in his bottom. He didn't go to the hospital. It Alex, sat inside him for days. On. We've discussed this before. It's, a new, it's another one. Oh, God. Yeah. Again, why do people... Well, I mean, I know why people do it, obviously, but... But yeah, the fact that he got, got stuck, he didn't want to tell anybody, and he left it there for days, and it, and it, and it caused... Uh, and it was a friend who persuaded him to go to the hospital. That's, hori- yeah. that's horrific. Yeah, I mean, because... Well, I think we spoke off air when we talked about that last story, but the funeral... You just, I mean, uh, how could you, what could you say? As part of the eulogy, what could you physically say? That's why you just got to be careful. That your girls. phone isn't on vibrate. Oh, no, sorry, right, I see what you're saying. Girls and guys, you've got to be careful because you've got to think, if I go like this, is this the way I want to go? Yeah. Anyway, Rob, are you ready to get on with this uh, podcast? Is there anything else that you need to say? Yes, Alex. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. No, 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 no. hang on a minute. I know Christmas is technically over. There's something that I need to say because although Christmas is technically over... Rob bought me, as anybody will know who listens, was it the last episode you gave? It that was, to? yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, you bought me a lovely, star, beautiful Star Wars book, kind of coffee. Which I'm table delighted book. to see is still on your coffee table. Yeah, it is still on my coffee table. And uh, but I have uh, Rob's got not one but two presents. I feel me. bad now. Yeah, they're not wrats. Okay. Yeah. Well, one is what you're expecting. Yeah. 
Oh, look da, at da, that. Da, 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 make America great again cap, just like mine, that, but only your one is in red. That is the thing of beauty. But it is the I'm, same. Go on, I it. might wear that, if that's okay. It just, it's got a slight crease in the top of it. It just needs wearing out. As you okay. Know, I mean, I, I probably won't wear it out. My How God, you look? look like you look like a well. You look you look like a proper Trump. So you suddenly see, look a bit like a well, red. Is that making it worse? Huh? <laughs> you need just a sort of t-shirt, but yeah, it looks good on you actually. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. quite distracting. Should we tweet a picture? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Okay. And then the second one, I want you to close your eyes for before you close your eyes. Now, Alex, what, I've followed this before. I'm not putting my hands out. I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> Sammy the snake wants to say hello. <laughs> but listen, th- th- this present for you is. Um, no, actually, I'll explain after. So close, right, close your eyes. Your, okay. Close, right. your, close your eyes. Right, so uh, hang on a minute. Don't open them until I, I say. Is this, is this a, no. a comedy present? No, no, no. This? It's a proper present. Don't open it until I say. Now you can open. <laughs> that is amazing. It's a, for anybody who wants to know, it's a Funko Pop who are incredibly uh, massive, this company. Uh, Marty McFly. Um, figurine and because I've got a huge collection of these because they do a huge Star Wars franchise I mean I've literally got a hundred of these Bloody hell. the Star do you know Wars what? ones I actually follow Funko, Funko Pop on Twitter and every day they run competitions and every time I see a Star Wars one I enter the competition thank you mate so I think if I ever see it I can just give it to you or yeah. ever win it I should say yeah that, Alex I love that thank you isn't so he much. brilliant the only thing I love is that they obviously didn't it's from Back to the Future almost part two I think because he's got the I don't know is that part two no no it's actually part one yeah but they obviously couldn't get um, licensing from Nike because the tick is the other one. <laughs> but I just thought he looked amazing. That is actually They amazing. do do a doc as well. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, he's cool. It'll look good on your shelf somewhere. God, just for Christmas presents for both parts. That's, yeah. that's, that's the first. Exactly. And to do with both of our interests. So there yeah. you go. There was thought, thought behind both of them. I was Thank very you, pleased man. to have found it. I can put a cap on him. Yeah. So let's get on with the podcast. Um... Starting with the news shopper, um, it's by Joe Dempsey. Oh, I love love the name Joe Dempsey. It's good. Um, I've really got no idea. I think it was some point in the new year or the end of December. Um, disappointed Greenwich dad sells trophy cabinet meant for son who won nothing. <laughs> it's only a small uh, story. Nice. A disappointed dad says he's putting up his trophy cabinet for sale after his son failed to fill it. The advertisement spotted in the window of E.M. Sabo newsagent in Greenwich claims his son has won nothing. The handwritten A4 paper said, For sale, small trophy cabinet, bought for my son, but so far, what's he won? Nothing. Followed by a phone number. Potential buyers will be disappointed to find out that the phone number provided is one digit too short, leading to doubts of the advertiser's credibility. Bob Sabo, the owner of the newsagent, says he gets a lot of people advertising sales in his window. The ratio of real advertisements to jokes are around 50-50, he says. Mr Sabo says, The best ones I can remember off the top of my head include fur coat for sale, no cold callers. There was also one, four reels of red tape for any council or government agency. Right. And he says there are all sorts of similar ones, but if they're not funny, we don't let them on. So he knows that half the adverts in his shop window are bullshit. Yeah. Well, at least he's got a sense of humour about it, I suppose. Uh, Watchdog63 says, The lad might well now receive a trophy for having a prized prat of a dad. Okay. Um, next story, Christmas-themed, Rob. Because now we're post-Christmas. It's always fun to hear about what people got for Christmas. Absolutely. And this was from the new shopper from the 27th of December. Don't have a journalist. I feel violated. Greenwich teen had nightmare before Christmas after finding dead mouse... In newly bought slippers. Lovely. Um, this is the moment a teenage girl was left feeling violated after putting her barefoot into some new Christmas slippers to find a dead mouse stuck to the inside. I just what the problem is, Al. What? I mean, she... You buy a pair of slippers to get a free dead mouse. Exactly. I mean, okay, it's not necessarily something that people 
would want in their slippers, but it's something that's warm and furry. I mean, it's more or less like a slipper anyway. A very small slipper. Yeah, that's dead. Bailey Dobson, 17, from Greenwich, stopped in the Sainsbury's Stadium Way store in Crayford with a friend after college to buy a pair of the £12 festive elf boots on December the 1st. I mean, that was her first mistake, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, after trying them on the next day, she said she felt something hard and spiky in the heel of the slipper and initially thought it was a twig or a leaf. She said, I was pulling on it because it was stuck to the stitching. I just saw it was a dead mouse and screamed and threw it across the room and kind of just stared at it for a while from a distance. Miss Dobson, clearly traumatised from having touched a mouse, posted a video on Twitter of the moments after discovering the tiny rodent. She said, what the fuck, Sainsbury's? What the fuck? This should be their new slogan. <laughs> Tesco, every little help, Sainsbury's. What the fuck? Tax Sainsbury's. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do with myself. I feel <coughs> violated. You best go check all the fucking slippers, I swear to God. That's what she said. To why, why, why is there that much swearing? I don't think this merits that. Pointing the camera at the dead mouse, which she had thrown into her dog's bed, she said her dad... Sorry, why? Huh? <laughs> why? Well, Christmas treat. Right. She said her dad, Tony, would have to dispose of it for her. She said, oh my God, what a day. I touched it. I fucking touched it. I think she's talking okay, about again. the ma- yeah. mouse. Yeah. Crayford Sainsbury's, I'm exposing you. I don't mind some compensation of £10,000. I'm fine with that. What if... Can I just say, though? I mean, this is, bad. This is a bad Christmas, but it's going to be worse than the mouse. Yeah, it's, it's a lot worse than the mouse. It's carked it. What if I was one of those people who are properly scared of mice? I could have actually just died. Do you find her annoying? Yeah, she sounds like a horrible human being. Let me ask you if you find her as annoying now. Alex, that's not relevant to the story, is it? <laughs> Have we featured her before? Because she looks strangely familiar. They all do. It's the kind of people who report to local newspapers. Speaking, sorry. Yeah, she's attractive. Speaking to the news shopper, Miss Dobson said, I went on a rant to my dad and that. I was just really traumatised. It was really hard. My dog tried to get it. Again, I think she's talking about the mouse. Why did she? I went to go speak to my dad and that. Why did you have and that? Um, who else? It's just the way kids speak, Rob. Right. I wasn't touching it. I put antibacterial on my hands and everywhere. It was disgusting. Yeah, I've been is in that it, situation. Is, this, is she talking about Miss <laughs> Dobson? I mean, Alex, if she's not, then there's only one person involved in this story. No, don't, don't. Miss Dobson said when she... Tony's home. Miss Dobson <laughs> oh said when God. she returned to the store with the slippers on Saturday, December the 3rd, to complain. Staff offered her a full refund on a £30 voucher. She said, my dad came with me, but they were really nice to me, actually. But I did also complain online. They said they were really sorry about it. I don't Oi, know... shopkeep, look at these fucking slippers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was sewn, but it was stuck there. On how the mouse might have made its way into the slippers, Miss Dobson thought it may have been the placement of food nearby. She said, you have to go up an escalator and it's on top of vegetable and cheese. They mice like cheese, right? So these slippers are Sorry, above... They seat. mice like cheese? What? Yeah, they mice. New shopper are clarifying that. Oh, God. Oh, right, I see. Right. A Sainsbury spokeswoman's person said, we've apologised to the customer for this unpleasant discovery and she has accepted a goodwill gesture. How do we know she didn't get the slip? Because I, I don't believe she would have bought them without trying them on. Yeah. So how do we know she didn't get home and a, and a, and a, and a, and a mouth from her infested cesspit of a home didn't crawl into her? I don't know that. I'm just... I'm, that's, yeah, me that's just that. speculating, obviously. Yeah. How do we not know her dog bought it from outside? I know dogs don't tend to do that like cats do, but the dog could have brought it in and dropped it in a slipper. Absolutely. We don't know the, sli- the, the the mouse didn't die from her house. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, not as a, obviously a, a consequence of being in that house, but... Uh, Rob, having now... Hopefully. Now we've heard about Matt, mice... Yes. Would you like to hear about a rat? Uh, yes. Because this is from the new shopper. It's by Joe Dempsey again, who's obviously assigned to all rodent-related stories. And actually, I don't think... Did he do the last one? I don't know, probably did. Um, again, he did, yes, a, he few, did, yes, a few yes. days ago, 
Um, this is a great story. It's got a video. So I do urge everybody to go out and look up this headline to look at the video because I'm not going to play it because it's okay. an audio medium. But video, giant rat caught on camera running through Bexley Heath Primark. Right. A giant rat was caught on camera running through Primark in Bexley Heath as it was closed on Christmas Eve. Martin People had gone out with work colleagues to the King's Arm pub on the other side of the road when he caught wind of the intrepid rodent. Martin from Bexley said it was about a quarter to two in the evening. 1.45am. Right, okay. In the pub, we heard there was a giant rat outside Primark. So we went there and it was running up and down. Well, it wasn't outside, it was inside. The shop was shut and it was there, all right. That's just wrong. You have to get it out, especially over the Christmas period. That's just nasty. Again, is he talking about the rats? Yeah, can I just say, I think that's good advice for everybody at Christmas. You just have to get it out, especially over the Christmas period. Alex, so you're telling me a load of people who've been in the pub until two o'clock the following morning went to Primark to look at a rat. Rob, mate, I saw this video. It is captivating. It's not any rat. This rat looks exactly like fucking Splinter. It's fucking enormous. It's not that big, is it? Rob, just have a look at this. This thing was... Holy shit! <laughs> it's a fucking beast. I didn't beast. think it was going to be that clear. Jesus. It's almost the size of a dog running through Primark. That's extreme. Anybody wants to watch that video, just put in video, giant rat caught on camera running through Bexley Heath Primark into Google and it's well worth a watch of your, okay. of your time. And last story, Rob. Down from the Daily Echo, Bournemouth. Um, again, kind of at the end of December, no journal assisted. Letter to the editor. They often feature these. Le- letters to the editor. Um, Yobby kids being sick. Bournemouth Town Centre is a disgrace. Right. So this is a letter to the editor from okay. a disgruntled listen, uh, a reader. Resident. Yeah. Whatever has happened to Bournemouth Town Centre, what a disgrace it is now. Empty shops and chewing gum stamped into pavements everywhere. It's scruffy. We stayed in Abingdon on Friday night where we met a lady who had come to Bournemouth for the weekend with friends. She said she would never come back again. The yobby type kids being sick and creating mayhem in the evening were dreadful. It's about time Bournemouth Council did something to improve what used to be a stylish, classy, pleasant town to visit. It's utterly unbelievable this could happen. Time to bring it back to the lovely town it used to be and stop encouraging hen and stag weekends. From Pauline Lister, Wedgwood Drive, Pool. Now, comments. Because there are a couple I want to read out. Okay. Literally two. Ramona says, it's the tragic and unremitting spiral of decline that feeds off itself, which is just a lovely... That is, could be an amazing I think episode title. For the start of 2017, this, a tragic and unremitting spiral of decline that feeds off itself, yeah. is one of our greatest <laughs> ever episode titles. Yes, it is. People see the existing levels of filth and litter and the decrepit, neglected infrastructure and see no reason not to add their own rubbish, vandalism and graffiti. There, there are episode titles all over this. Yeah. Nobody should be trying to blame the economic migrants or illegals in the town. No, this is as much of a problem caused by the locals, not helped by the council's refusal to seek the enforcement by the police of the Vagrancy Act 1824, allowing all professional beggars on the streets to be removed and prosecuted. Rob, as ex-police, I expect you're very familiar with the Vagrancy Act of 1824. Oh, yes, no. Does that that mean that's still running? That's still in legislature? (laughs) Yeah, probably must be. And uh, Bramona um, says again... Right. In a brilliant comment... Prosecute them because it's the law of the land. Why, oh, why should vagrants, professional beggars, streak alcoholics and drug addicts in Bournemouth be able to get away with anything and everything, including defecation in public in the lower gardens, whereas a hard-working, tax-paying, law-abiding family that accidentally drops a piece of paper in, say, Old Christchurch Road is likely to be fined £80 by the litter wardens. If these vagrants refuse to pay the fines, even though they can afford bottles of wine, vodka, cigarettes, drugs, etc., give them hard labour instead. The abject refusal of the authorities to round up, remove from the streets... 
prosecute and imprison vagrants as required by the Vagrancy Act 1824 is the primary reason for the explosion in their numbers around our town. Have you actually talking about vagrants like they're rats? Yes. And also, is, is he just upset that he can't shit in his local park and not get fined for it? I've got... Uh, well, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> Aided by the liberal elite do-gooders who exacerbate the problem by handing over cash, which is immediately spent on cheap alcohol, drugs or cigarettes. You're part of that, Rob. You're part of the, the, the liberal elite do-gooders. You're part of them. The only countries that have managed to stamp out this problem once and for all, for example, Singapore, are those that take strict, lawful and no-nonsense approach to the problem. Not only prosecuting and imprisoning those who break the law, but doing so as a heavy disincentive for others to follow the same approach into a world of drugs, professional begging and street street alcoholism. Do you think they vote Conservative? There might be a possibility of that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Rob, after that veritable smorgasbord, smorgasbord of uh, stories there at the beginning, a nice little hors d'oeuvre, shall we say. Yes. Uh, now let's get on to the main course. Okay. You've got a story for us. So this isn't exactly topical. Right. It's from uh, 2012. Right. But uh, I've only, Rob, it was 2012. I know. Right? What scares me is... Heady times. Two years away and we're in the, the world fictionalised by Blade Runner, which was set in 2019. I mean... The way we're heading, it's certainly uh, going to be living up to that dream. On that note, have you seen the Blade Runner teaser trailer? No, I haven't. You didn't know it was out? No. There is a Blade Runner 2 teaser trailer. As soon as we're done, I'll be okay, yeah, that. Yeah, it's only a minute. It doesn't show you much, but it's worth watching. There's also an Alien Covenant trailer out. Teaser trailer. Yeah, I heard about that. I haven't mm. seen it, though. Mm. But I haven't seen any of the Alien films. You're not an Alien fan? No. I've never, well, how do you know if you've never watched them? I'm not a fan. I just haven't seen them. How could you have not seen them? It just, it just passed me by. Right. Okay. So this is from the uh, the, the Sunderland Echo. Uh, the oh no, so Sunderland. Did yeah. you find this? What yeah, are you doing trawling around the bins in Sunderland? No, it was, it was on Twitter. I found right. a new uh, Twitter account called Boring Local News Stories. So I assume you're getting in contact with them. Uh, I haven't been, but I will do. <laughs> At the moment, it, not, I'm, not because I suggested it. Please tell me to God, you, it had occurred to you. <laughs> no, no, it had occurred to me. <laughs> At the moment, I was just happy to steal their content. Right, uh, but you've got to get in contact with them because they'd love this podcast. I think so. Yeah, there's got to be. There might be a mutual exchange of ideas. Yeah, true. Um, there's no journalist in this story, but maybe because it's five years old. Headline. Sutherland firefighters rescue duck from a lake. That's one of the best headlines you've ever had. Why would you rescue a duck from a lake? Don't they live on lakes? Has it <laughs> been do. fed too there, many there chips? Is a, there is a reason. Has it been fed too many chips or bread? A stranded duck had to be rescued from S- Sillsworth Lake. A crew from the Sunderland Central Fire Station in, in Farringdon, which I guess is Farringdon, obviously in Sunderland and not in London, no. came to the bird's aid in icy conditions. The firefighters also freed a swan, which was trapped in the ice near to the, to the shore using... <laughs> Sorry, a firefighter's got nothing better to do but rescue ducks and swans from a lake. It must be a slow day. Right. Uh, they used a ceiling hook to crack the ice. Do you reckon they all jumped down on those poles and like, like literally it was like all the sirens blaring and everything? Like they treated it like it was a proper emergency. I, I really hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the picture was taken by Marie Copeland of Queen Elizabeth Road, uh, who was passing the scene shortly before noon yesterday. Crew manager uh, Rowan Muck, uh, Mul- Mulvaney said, we noticed the swan was stuck in the ice near the edge, so we were able to crack the ice. We noticed that the duck... Sorry, are they just patrolling the park and they notice things? Or does somebody ring them up and go, please help? It doesn't say. This is this is very peculiar. So I guess uh, maybe some maybe they were just passing by and just happened to, to see this hapless swan trapped in the ice. Which yeah. is nice though, they stopped. Yeah. They're good people, Alex. Uh, we then noticed the duck. We thought it was stuck to the ice, so we squirted water on the ice, but we realised it wasn't stuck. It could just not stand up. <laughs> 
Uh, we were told it had been there for two days. End of story. <laughs> well, that's our banal story to get us into 2017 covered. Don't don't say that too quickly. Next story. Ah. It's from Gloucestershire Live. The Citizen? Yes. Can you just call it The Citizen? Yeah, okay, fine. It's from The Citizen. <laughs> Uh, the journalist is Joe Fat Bat B H A W T. Headline: Who's going round shaving cats in Gloucestershire? Chasing, shaving, shaving cats. Yes. A man's going around shaving cats <coughs> in Gloucestershire. Apparently so. This isn't the Croydon cat killer, is it? His new fetish. I mean, to be honest, if, if this shaving, is all he's doing, is he shaving them completely? No. Oh god, is he shaving messages into them? Do you remember the Nike ticks? No, nothing like that. Do you have the uh, second the second mention for Nike there? If you want to send us a free pair of trainers, get in contact. I mean, that's literally not going to happen. Um, do you have the jackass? And there was a, they had a thing of going around with a pair of shears and just like clipping the back of people's heads. Yeah. it's kind of that kind of thing. What a weird thing to do. Yeah, someone's getting off over this. Pet owners are being uh, warned to be vigilant after no- another spate of cat shaving incidents. Whoa, 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 another. Yes, this has happened before. Yes, right. It could be aliens. Could be aliens. That's a very Taking good point. DNA samples for. Do you reckon there could be breeding like a new strain of well, Hang on a minute. Cats. No, there was. Mute, there was cats. that woman. That woman who could was a psychic and she talks about aliens and Arsene Wenger and all the rest. Alice, of it. she was mentally ill. You know, she said there was that the, 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 the extraterrestrials lived on a planet full of cat people. That's true. Yes, she did say that. And it was a nexus of everything. I'm not talking. How do you know that we, when you put Robert Mooner, whatever his name was, together, John, John Mooner, all these stories we've covered, how do you know that slowly by slowly we're not unlocking the keys to the secrets of the universe through this podcast, through the banality of local news, we could be achieving something which nobody else has ever, ever achieved? It's possible, yeah. certainly. And I will say, by the way, that uh, Helen has sent me yet another story from John Mooner. There's oh, another story. Is it a new we one? Say, it's a new story. So we cool. will save it for another week. Should we save it for next week? Because we're going to uh, just so listeners know, we're going to do a listener-only story next week. Yeah, we will do it next week right, because yeah. it's again beautiful. However, isn't the first time that DIY haircuts, sorry, DIY haircuts, have been given to moggies in the Five Valleys? Minchinhampton and Stroud cats fell victim to similar incidents last year. The latest attack was on a cat in Bisley Road in the past week, and its owner had to issue a warning to other pet area, pet owners in the area. Do you have a picture of these shaved pussies? Uh, excuse me. Not those ones, Rob. The ones from the story. Yeah, well, that's that's the best that they can muster. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cat was fine. It wasn't. It seems unharmed. Um, the owner took to Facebook to warn other people, uh, to warn other cat owners, saying, this is a very cruel and vile act. I really hope that it's the only case to be reported. I can only think this person is collecting the fur for something. Maybe maybe they're trying to make a wig out of it. Possibly. This could be John Mooner. I think he's bald, isn't he? Yeah, it could be John How do we know John Mooner's bald? I've never seen a I'm picture sure of him. I've, I'm sure I've read that. Why would it mention that he's bald? I don't know. Bald-headed John Mooner has claimed to spot a USO of UFO. I don't know. Right, as far as we know, Al, the moon could be bounced off his forehead. He would have seen that as a UFO. That's got nothing to do with it. We don't know that he's bald. No, okay. I I just 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 imagine it. I think it's because his surname is Mooner. And you're imagining... Right, actually, yeah. But honestly, a small, fat, bald man, does that sound about right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with glass. That's exactly how I envisage him. Exactly. With a coat from a charity shop. <sighs> Last year, cat owners spoke out about how they found random patches shaved out of their cat's coats. Despite the new wave of shaving incidents, there have been no reports of the incidents of the Gloucestershire police, who I can't imagine would do an awful lot. But members of the public should contact the police if they spot anything su- suspicious or find their cat has been shaved. <laughs> <laughs> that is Great a real day-to-day sentence. story. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> right, last one for the my section. Um, I'm going to be careful about the story because I want to read out. There's tweets attached to it because they are brilliant. So the story is by Ben Falconer. It's also from The Citizen. The Citizen. Uh, and the headline: Don't try and burgle your own solicitor. Gloucester's thickest criminals revealed. <laughs> Burgling your own sister. Come on then. It's yeah. from, that reminds me of Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Come on then. They sound unbelievable, but the old comments made in Gloucester's magistrate courts. Oh, good. Shared by county solicitor Tim Burrows on Twitter using the hashtag... Is that appropriate? For... Breaking client confidentiality? Apparently it's... The, 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 because all the cases are settled and everything, it's okay to share them. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. So he was using the hashtag free legal tips if anyone wants to have a look at them. He listed it on the funnier side of the bench... of life before the bench. Okay? So... As these stories often do, they feature the, the, the tweets, but then go into detail about the actual um, cases. I just want to read the tweets because I think they're brilliant. Okay, so the first one. When you've just been fined for VAT4, do not try to negotiate a lower figure for cash. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> I'll take cash only. Are you kidding me? In the court? Yeah, with, in with court. the judge. Oh. They try to negotiate with the, ca- with the judge and they get a lower fine if they just paid in cash. <laughs> If you attempt a distraction burglary, it's not best to knock on the door of your own solicitor. I know everything about the case. <laughs> oh, God. If you've been excused to go to your dad's funeral, don't get arrested for shoplifting on that day with your dad. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Absolutely brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Don't comment on your client's ridiculous defence when the bench is out, but the, but the ushers have just put me in the back of the court. <laughs> no. Um... If you're claiming disability benefits as you are unable to walk, don't become the personal trainer to a DWP <laughs> investigator. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God, there's a book here. Yeah, there's a book. Every dealer ever, if you're supplying drugs, don't store all of your messages on all of your mobile phones. No, no, that's not, that's not, no, that's not the point of having all those mobile phones. When saying you can't come to act in court as you've fallen down the stairs, do remember that you live in a bungalow. <laughs> The same client, don't blame shape-shifting aliens in Cinderford for breaking a police car's window or run on a trial. John Mooner. Actually, that's a good point. I tried Come to. On, he's I been tried to court to, a couple of yeah. times. I tried to look at that uh, story. I no, I don't know it. that. I should just say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere, which is a bit of a shame. When burgling a house, don't pick the hardest man in Gloucestershire. Uh, sorry, in Gloucester, and definitely don't walk into his daughter's room. Oh my God. The mind boggles with these. You want to know more about all of them. Rob. I know, I know. There's only two left. Don't say, 14 days? 14 days? Is that all, you fucking bold cunt, to a district judge as he sentences you for contempt? <laughs> oh, God. The, every one of these is like a classic story that yeah. I want more of. Okay, Rob, listen, we've got so many listener stories we've got to get through. I think we're going to have a special next week again, but we have so many we need to get through that we're even featuring a few more than usual this week because you've got one. Yes. And I've got one here from Parker from Virginia. A very welcome return from Parker. It's lovely to he's still listening, but the only question I have is, does everything in Virginia have to do with beavers in local news? Because all these stories, well, well, we'll get to it. I thought you might ask this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a great story. It's from the Washington Post. Um... September 21st, actually, um, 2016. I should have probably said that Parker did send this some time ago. I'm... Well, did you miss it? No, I didn't miss it. We've just we've had, just had so many... And honestly, listeners, we've Parker, had so many stories. Well, we're sorry, but we're reading it now in 2017 by Denna Hedgepeth. Great headline. Brilliant headline. 
Beaver comes out of water, bites man's shoe, man punches beaver in the head. <laughs> By the way, I haven't read this story. I've only, I've only okay. seen the link. That's good. It. A beaver bit... And we've got a follow-up as well. A beaver bit a man as he stood at the edge of a lake in Falls Church, Virginia, and the man punched the animal in the head. <laughs> Police in Fairfax County said the incident happened Sunday evening when the 52-year-old man was standing near Fairview Lake on Montauk Court... Montauk Court and New Providence Drive, just off Lee Highway, near Defence Contractor General Dynamics Facility. The beaver, ca- which makes you wonder if they've been carrying out experiments. Yeah, that's a good question. On these beavers. The beaver came out of the water, police said, and bit the man's shoe. He tried to get the beaver off and punched it in the head several times, in quotes. The beaver's bite did not break the man's skin, but he suffered a cut to the hand that he used to punch the beaver. Police. So, so hang on. The beaver's bite obviously wasn't that vicious. And the man punched the well, beaver let's get, so hard in the head. Let's get his... This is the update from, Decep- from September This is from the beaver side. Same journalist. No, it's not. We don't get the beaver right. story a bit. So here, here's his account. Right. It was, in quotes, a big black thing, close quotes, and coming straight at David Savannah fan, 52 and his wife, as they walked along a path in Falls Church, Virginia. And before he could figure out what it was, it attacked his wife's sneakers. Turns out it was a beaver, animal control expert said, and in a rare move, it attacked the couple. Right. When Savannah Fan kicked it, he said, the beaver bit him. He fell, grabbed the beaver, looked it in the face and punched it several times in the head with his left fist as it bit and held onto his leg. I love the fact he looked it in the eyes. <laughs> the beaver eventually crawled away. Police you, and- Alex, you have to look in the eyes because I thought it was going to lose respect for you. That's true. You need to show his boss. The beaver eventually crawled away. Police in Fairfax County said the, the county's animal control division later responded to the incident. For Savannah Fan, who works as a night supervisor at a local grocery store and occasionally goes camping and fishing, it was the first time he'd ever punched an animal. <laughs> that? <laughs> Why do you need to make that distinction? Just to be clear that he's not an animal abuser. I've got to, I'm only 32 and I've never punched an animal. Really? Never? No. I've never been... So are you telling me there's been a situation where you felt you've had to punch an animal? Punched a fly once. I wouldn't say that's an animal. That's one insect. Um... I punched a dolphin in SeaWorld. You're a monster. No, I didn't really. <laughs> I thought it sounded good. <laughs> okay. That's the thing Alan Partridge yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once had to punch a dolphin at SeaWorld uh, in, in front of Fernando and uh, Denise. Was yeah. it Denise? Yeah, Denise. Uh, yeah, Denise, yeah, yeah. He recalled the beaver attack Friday as he rested at his Fairfax home. He said he suffered fractures in his back. He said he suffered fractures in his back can't drive and expects to have to stay off work for two months. What? I don't know if that's the beaver or him. <laughs> he's he's he, fractured in his back. Yeah, he said he suffered fractures in his back, can't drive and expects to have to stay out of work for two months. How did he... From punching sorry, a beaver. How? I didn't explain... I, didn't, I shouldn't have read this properly. should have read this properly. The beaver attack started about 7pm Sunday when he and his wife were out to get some exercise and he headed to a path along Fairview Lake just off Lee Highway in Fairfax County. The couple had gotten back Saturday night from a honeymoon at, at Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, after the September the 9th wedding. Sorry, this nice is Nice extraneous information. So they were, they were on honeymoon. And they just came back and they said, let's go out for a walk, darling, and get some exercise. And, and on this walk, they were attacked by a crazed beaver. Who, who he then proceeded to punch in the head and apparently managed to fracture his back. He wanted to show his new wife he was a man. <laughs> Just imagine just standing there, just literally holding one hand and smacking yeah, it in the that, face. Remember, hang on, listen. The beaver grabbed him by the pants, which trousers, yeah, yeah. but he got away. Then it got me by the shoe, said Savannah Fan. He was wearing a pair of blue and white sneakers. What, the, the beaver? N- no, him. Oh, that right. he calls his Walmart special. I don't know if that's relevant. <laughs> it pulled me, he said. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. He said, I lost control. He fell and hit his head. So that's how it happened. Right, okay. His wife screamed for help. 
but nobody was nearby. Savannah fan said he kicked it again, but it seemed like it didn't want to let go, he said. He said he managed to scoot himself up slightly from the ground and he started to punch it in the head. I couldn't get a good kick in with my other leg, so I started punching it, Savannah fan said, recalling how the beaver was holding onto his left leg. That sucker wouldn't let go, he said. I wasn't just about to be his dinner. Hang on a minute, I don't think the beaver would have eaten him alive. I'm getting a bit confused. How big are beavers? They're not bigger than an otter, aren't they? It's probably about, yeah, that's what I thought. If Is that, there a new Spielberg film here, Beaver? Yeah, there might be. Might be. Um, I was punching it and saw its eyes and teeth, he said. The only time I got a good look at that sucker was when I was punching him. Then I realised it is a beaver. He said he repeatedly punched the beaver in the eye area and face before it finally let go and crawled away. His wife helped him up and he limped back to the car and headed to a nearby hospital. He spent three days in hospital, Rob, and got home Wednesday. This isn't the first time somebody's been attacked by a beaver, although officials said such attacks are not typical in suburban Washington. <laughs> Katie Edwards, a wildlife management specialist with the Fairfax County Police Department, said beaver attacks are rare, but by living in close proximity to wildlife, we do see unusual encounters with wildlife in the area. The type of unprovoked, aggressive behaviour that happened Sunday could indicate a sick or rabid animal, but it can't be confirmed because the beaver couldn't be tested. There are two confirmed cases of rabid beaver attacks in Fairfax County in recent years. Edward said she had no information on she had no information on one of them, but the other happened four years ago, when an 83-year-old woman was seriously injured after a rabid beaver, beaver bit her as she was climbing out of Lake Barcroft in Fairfax County after a swim. And that, Rob, was the story we covered. Amazing. Now, I think we have to, for educational purposes, look up. Hopefully we won't get anything too sore. Yeah, I mean, you have to be very careful what you type in now. Beaver images. Could you just, uh, if you just put in like maybe man beats beaver, that'd be perfect. No, I'm not going to put it. <laughs> okay, so that's the size. That, that's with a man. So it's, it's a size comparison. Oh, it's quite big. It's like a sport dog. Yeah, but come on. You end, you end up three days in hospital. And also, I think with a few swift punches, that thing's going to let go. Well, mm, you sound overconfident there. I, all I'm saying is now, I'm pretty sure I could fight a beaver. I'm not sure why he didn't strangle it to death. Um... Lord Heseltine style. Yeah, Wouldn't that have been the thing to do? Until, they go, until it went limp. Until it went limp. And he lobbed it back into the, into the sea. <laughs> and carried on with his... Just skimmed it across the, uh, the lake. Yeah, carried on with his newly formed marriage. Yeah. Okay, Rob. Before we draw this first episode of 2017 to a close, it's our... Well, I felt a listener story of the week. Another listener story. Exactly, yeah. Now, we haven't been... Or it will feature this paper for quite some time, and uh, it always... I wonder if I can guess. Is it the Wales Online? It is. So is it from Craig? It is indeed. Ah, very, very prescient of me. Is that the word? Uh, what did you say? Prescient. Okay, yeah. I heard something else. I said prescient, which I don't know what that means. I meant prescient. No, I... Anyways, it's mad. Anyway, right. Um, we always know that the Wales Online feature good stories. Oh, um, brilliant. When I say good stories, I mean good for local anaesthetic. Um, this is another belter. Uh, it's actually along the lines of uh, the last episode. Uh, if you remember the the novelty Christmas decoration, uh, the, the uh, are you talking about the fluffy mouth bauble that attached to a Christmas tree that sang "Pedophiles, pedophiles, pedos all the way." That's the one. Yes, it was meant to sing jingle bells. Yes, I remember it yes, very well. It's yes. haunted me all the way through Christmas. Rob, did did Craig say that say anything when he sent over this link, or was there no pleasantries? No, I guess the man's too busy slaughtering, um, slaughtering. Alex, it's been the festive period. People need... Meat. Exactly, yeah. yeah he's been so a busy he's man at the abattoir. He has, he has. Uh, this is just by... Uh, Maybe you got a new butcher's coat for Christmas. Maybe. Craig, let us know. I mean, it's probably unlikely because he don't, he don't actually work in an abattoir. Uh, although, to be fair, he's never disproved that. He's never disputed it. No. 
He works in an abattoir, I told you. Yeah, you're right. He's a manager. I can keep forgetting this. So anyway, this story is by uh, Jessica Walford. And uh, headline. Mum shocked after doll she brought for her daughter makes sex noises. Oh, God. You said to me you had a video with sounds that you wanted well, me to Well, let's play. hold off that. Let me do some stories. I need to give it some, give it some, you know, meat on those bones. Yeah. <laughs> Gail Turley bought the crybaby doll for her two-year-old daughter. Didn't we have a story like this a while ago? Might have done. Not that I remember. No, okay. It's just very similar to last week's. You're right. Yeah. You're right, isn't it? But was it crybaby? Yes. Yeah. The doll's called crybaby. Uh, but was surprised when she went to check to see if it worked. A mother who bought her toddler, the only thing she wants for Christmas, is furious after she found out the doll she bought makes noises that sound sexual. Gail Turley, 33, bought the crybaby doll for her two-year-old daughter, Kayla. But after trying it out to see if it worked, she's not so sure about giving it to her daughter anymore because of the erotic noises it makes. The mother of six from Aberdare said, My daughter is two, and it's the only thing she asked for. She saw it on TV and has been shouting, Crybaby, crybaby, ever since. Now, I did wonder for a second whether her mother has some uh, mental health issues and her daughter was just bracing her around the Christmas period, but I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sure why that came to Wild me. speculation. Yeah. <laughs> so I brought one from eBay and it got delivered. Is it genuine or is it a knockoff that she got? No, I think it's genuine, yeah. Oh. I put it on the shelf ready to wrap, but I thought I'd give it a try to see if it needed batteries. We're talking about the doll here? Yes, yeah. Right, right, right. I was shocked. I thought, oh my God, I can't give this to Kayla now. To be honest, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm about to take it back. I'm not sure I can give it to her now. Well, she won't know. She's a toddler. She's um, not going to say, Mummy, this is inappropriate. <laughs> she might. She might be really intelligent. Yeah, she might I be mean, a, she's in Wales, unlikely, but you never know. Rob. She might be a child prodigy. <laughs> that singer, that well, there are lots of Welsh singers come from Wales. I have to say, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got Charlotte Church, you've got. Um, that other one. Uh. Oh, God, what's her name? Kate something? Uh, Blonde hair. Is that the one you're thinking? The opera singer? Yeah, the opera singer. I can't remember. I know, yeah, you're right. She comes from Wales. Oh, I don't God, know this is really good. Right, hang on. Okay, right, right. I was ready. thinking right, of... Hang on, um, hang on. I Welsh. need a hero. I need a hero. Bonnie. Bonnie Tyler. Oh, was she Welsh? Yeah, she's... Catherine Tyler. Jenkins. Catherine Jenkins, that's right. Anyway, as much as I love just naming Welsh singers... Uh, Tom Jones. <laughs> Crybaby Leah, which is the doll, with red hair, is one of the three different babies in the range of hot toys for hot? kids this... No, hot, it's not called oh, hot okay. toys. <laughs> right. Well, I really want to hear this. Slim and this, right. Her siblings, Cody with pink hair, and Lala with Cody purple hair. Cody or Connie? Uh, Has it got double N, Rob? No, Cody. Cody and... C-O-N-E-Y. Right, okay. Yeah. And Lala with purple hair cry real tears and come with tissues to mop up the mess. Right. Babies who cry real tears. No, they don't cry real tears, do they? <laughs> no, or they it's just cry water, I'm assuming. Or saline. Unless saline. you've... I don't know how you would have farmed those real tears, but... <laughs> From real kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so shit. Cry! Cry, yeah. <laughs> the toys <laughs> also make realistic baby noises, according to the manufacturer, Baby Wow. Are they Chinese, these... I'm sure. It doesn't say. Baby oh, but wow. I'm guessing it probably fucking is. Right. right. Can you play us the clip? Yes, with the wonders of modern technology. Right, here we go. Here we go. Getting ready for this. Let's turn up the volume. It's going to start all on its own. It's going to start in four seconds, Rob. I'm letting it do it all by itself. I'm really excited. One, here we go. Do you struggle to lose weight? <laughs> <laughs> 30 second ever. I, I, I struggle to lose weight. Yeah, okay, this is for your kiwi, Rob. 32 grams of protein. Lots of B vitamins, Rob. 
Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten people felt satisfied. One people felt fucking worried awful. because they haven't paid us for this advertising. You can save twenty percent of boots. Twenty five percent of boots. Yeah. Oh. It's eleven pounds twenty four now instead of forty nine. I mean, this, Rob, that, shut up. Oh. Here we go. Ready? Fucking hell. Okay, it repeats again. The trouble is, it does, at the beginning it sounds like sex noises, and towards the end it sounds like somebody's being coerced. Yes, what it doesn't sound like is a baby. <laughs> no, not really. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, another story done and dusted for this week. Mm. Strangely aroused. Now, yeah, Rob. me too. <laughs> Well, on that note, Rob, on that bombshell, we bring this episode of... Uh, Sorry, this is... <laughs> we bring this episode of... Like, a brilliant story. Thank you, Could Craig. Could move the hat if that's okay? <laughs> Are there any stories from Shay for a while? No, actually. Shay, are you alive? I'm sure he's well. But yeah, not, not for a while. Please. Oh, no, he did send us some... A while back. Okay, but... We, well, he made me future We care week. about all of our listeners, yeah. and Shay, we'd like to know if you're okay. Um, also, Nicola, if you're out there, we haven't heard of you about two years. We, I'm guessing you're not listening. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Well, we hope she is okay. Get yeah, back to yeah. us. Yeah. <sighs> On that note, Rob, we bring this episode of Local Anesthetic to a close, and we look forward with an extra vigor anticipation yet trepidation to our next episode, which will be episode 200 listener story special. I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> <What? laughs> Just to liven things up a bit. Can you please discuss these, do that these decisions beforehand? <laughs> As we move ever more forward, Rob, like, uh, oh. like, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. As we move ever more forward, like, oh, come on, it's got to be like a man repeatedly punching <laughs> a beaver in the face just after He wasn't moving anywhere. He was on the floor. The beaver was okay, attached just to the like, just, just like a beaver who's just been repeatedly punched in the face, crawling back into the sea That's better. to return back to the defence base where the experiments are being conducted. Right. Just like that, you move ever more forward with a, uh, to our next episode, which, as I say, will be episode 200. And all that remains, Rob, is to say goodbye to this episode. Happy New Year, Rob! Happy 2017! It's actually not 2017 for me. I have a different calendar. It's actually the year 3028 for us. What, what but, calendar are you following? Well, it's his calendar you wouldn't know. Right. What, why? Because you're not a part of my culture. Or cult. Hi! Cult, maybe. Or no, cult. it's not a cult. Sorry. It's not a cult. Got, got the word confused. You'll find out it's not a cult when we're all taken up to the skies to meet the cat people and you're left here to burn for all eternity. Bye. Yeah, bye, episode. It's a bit of an unusual exchange, that one. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, you you say unusual. Pretty much followed the same sort of. uh, No, I didn't know. Shit, I'm not sure we should have him back. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Actually, do you know what? This is the perfect juncture to bring that fucking feature to an end. Well, I don't know how we're going to do it. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to. Alex, Rob, guess what? Rob, we've just done it. It just ends. Rob, we'd have to capture it and kill it. How would we do it? Oh, I could think of many ways. Well, Well, let's think of it then. But I'm telling you, it won't be easy. All I need is a bread knife. Right. And maybe some matches. Possibly something that's horrible. I'm still here. Good. I heard all that. I'm very pleased. I'm telling the police. Happy New Year. I'm also telling them about the Vagrant Act of 1824 to get you off the streets, you tramp. Bye. We can be found on our website, which is LA Podcast. That was unnecessary. We can be found on our podcast, which I, I know it was. It was absolutely it was awful. Um, 
Yeah, I'm disappointed in his attitude. Uh, we can be found on our website, which is lapodcast.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash lapodcast. And of course, we're on Twitter at, at lapodcast. If you go to YouTube and search for lapodcast.net, you'll get our YouTube channel there where there's a little selection of videos featuring different stories we've covered over the years. And if you go to our website, lapodcast.net, you can download all the previous episode, 100, uh, sorry, 198 episodes for free. But of course, if you've got an iDevice or an Android device, go to your podcast app, search for LA Podcast. I know on Apple, if you search for Alex and Rob or local news, we come up right there at the top. So uh, yeah, hit subscribe there and please leave us a review. And if you feel like donating to the worthy course that is this podcast, because we do have expenses, like we've got to get a new mic stand for our mic. We have to pay our subscription every month. It's a lot, isn't there, Rob? No, it's, it's a lot. Don't I mean, realise this? We you know, this one's a massive loss. I don't know how I'm going to eat tonight. Nor do I. Um, yeah, then please hit that donate button and donate to the Worthy Course. This is podcast in the top right hand corner of our webpage, lapodcast.net. And I think that's it, Rob. We just have to say thank you for listening to listening and join us for our next episode, episode 200. What a milestone, Rob! Absolutely, can't wait. God bless and keep it local. Oh.